Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we will be discussing an article from the October issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Grazing Corn Stalks or Corn Residue. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by the author, Brad Schick, who's a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. Thanks for joining me today, Brad. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Brad, this is the time of year when we see combines starting to roll in terms of picking corn, and corn residue really can be an excellent feed resource for cows or even for some weaned calves or stalker yearlings as we look to this fall and winter. Share with us some things we need to think about in terms of utilizing this resource and understanding the class of cattle we have and, and when in some supplementation on corn stalks may be warranted. Right. So, you know, we've been grazing corn stalks for as long as uh, anyone can remember. You know, it's a great, pretty cheap feed resource. We have access to it. You know, the, one of the first things we think of when we're grazing is how much is out there, right? We, we do that with pasture. Same goes for our corn stalk residue. You know, so when we calculate that, we usually um, say there's, there's 16 pounds of dry matter uh, per bushel of corn produced. And just like with all kind of other grazing uh, recommendations, we talk about grazing about half of that, so 50%. Uh, when we get to that point, we consider that there's about eight pounds of dry matter uh, available for, for grazing. And when we think about that, that, that's really primarily the leaf blade and husk and then some corn too that's going to be grazed. That other 50% is going to be lost to wind, trampling, uh, defecation. Uh, and, and then just from the standpoint of we do want those crop fields to, to do well the following year and don't want to have, uh, you know, too much compaction or too much residue removed if uh, we want to keep some soil structure. Brad, as we think about this, we're thinking about, you mentioned leaf husk material. When we think about putting cows out on corn stalks or yearlings or weaned calves, what do we need to understand in terms of the quality of grazing that's out there? Right. So, I mean, any given year is going to be different. Uh, If we had hail and and we have a lot of stripped leaves, you know, the quality is not going to be there. Uh, If we had disease issues in our, in our corn or something like that, there's a possibility that it's going to be a little bit lower quality you know, drought, another thing we were dealing with this year a lot too, wind, uh, all those affect the the quality of those corn stalks. And that's why it's, it's, it's good to keep a a good eye on those cattle when they're grazing, you know, and, and what type of cattle you, you mentioned the class of livestock. So if we're going to go with a dry cow, uh, you likely won't have to have too much supplementation throughout fall grazing months. If it's a stalker, yearling situation. Uh, obviously, we're going to be wanting those cattle to grow, right? So we're going to need to be supplementing them. With those dry cows too, and really any class of livestock, the quality of the, of the field that we're grazing is going to decline over the, over the course of time. That's partially due to selection, and, and cattle are good at selecting the best stuff first, typically. And then we go into the weather component, where we're getting rain or snow or ice. And if it is a little wet, they might be trampling some of that into the, into the soil. And so we see a decline after a while, uh, can be pretty sharp after they've consumed a lot of the good forage. 
Brad, let's talk a little bit about the amount of corn that's on the ground. And obviously corn is going to be the highest quality feed that's out there that the cows or calves would be tending to select first. How much corn is too much corn? And how do we estimate maybe when we need to put some management practices in place to manage cattle to minimize the risk of grain overload? Right. So we typically are kind of threshold we think about 10 pounds of corn. Uh, now, if they're going from nothing to 10 pounds, that's quite a big jump. Um, and, and so we don't want to do that just straight, say straight from grass to, to 10, being able to eat 10 pounds of corn. We want to work them up a little bit. You know, there's ways that we can do that strip graze, you know, limited time in the field, then giving them access to certain portions of a, of a different field or a pasture or a corner on a pivot or something like that. But yeah, how do we determine how much is there to begin with? Uh, you know, if we got wind, uh, we have certain things, maybe a disease issue that causes your drop, uh, what have you, uh, we got to test that. And how do we test that? Well, the easiest way to do it is you, you walk three 100-foot strips in the field, and you're going to count uh, the number of ears. And basically, you get that number of ears, and you divide that by two, and that's how many bushels are uh, on the ground per acre. Uh, so then you can kind of gauge where you're at and how you need to limit access to those fields. So Brad, as we think about if I go out and do an ear count, what's kind of a threshold level where I need to maybe think about managing the amount of access cattle have to that cornfield if I've got a number of ears on the ground? Is it five bushel, 10 bushel? How many bushels are kind of a place where I think, you know, now some additional management is going to be needed? You know, I definitely think that if you get up to that 10 bushels per acre, uh, you're really going to want to make sure that you're restricting some, some use. Um, I mean, that's 560 pounds uh, an acre, right? So there's, there's quite a bit out there. You know, any given year, you're going to have that probably that one to two to five uh, bushels on the ground. It's usually not an issue, um, but I, th I feel like once you get up to that 10, you really want to watch it. You really want to uh, watch that carefully. Anything else you'd like to add on this, Brad, as we point towards wrapping this up? I think one thing that uh, we tend to think about is, you know, poor quality over the past few years of, of grazing corn socks and some people say that the cattle don't perform as well. And, and uh, I think a lot of that's due to just um, we're better at getting every ear of corn out of the field with our, our great combines, our harvest equipment now. Um, so, you know, there might not be the corn leftover that we used to like. You know, another thing is that um, grazing can be both beneficial to the livestock producer and to the crop producer. Uh, we've seen in some, some University of Nebraska studies that you might get a little yield bump actually in soybeans after grazing corn stalks. And so if you're on a rotation like that, you might actually benefit two ways from the livestock side and from the grain side. Well, thanks again for joining me today, Brad. Thank you for having me, Aaron. Well, for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. At the website, there is a number of resources on this topic, including articles and NEB guides on grazing corn stalks.